Good morning, guys. I just woke up and um, I felt like talking about something positive. So I wanted to tell you guys about some things that you can practice to make your life a little bit more positive and peaceful. You know, I'm in no way an expert in this because God knows my fucking life sucks. But like, I realized that when I do these things, it makes me feel better and obviously my life improves in some sort of way so yeah wanted to talk about that and um not trying to be holier than thou but just trying to be helpful and sharing my knowledge as a 20 year old girl so i guess i put number one as like walking away from pettiness so if somebody does something petty like for example you're trying to have a conversation with someone a civil you know peaceful conversation and it turns into an argument all of a sudden and um you know arguing and debating is normal but when they start hitting below the belt and it starts becoming petty when they start saying shit that like literally hurt your feelings and have nothing to do with the conversation at hand maybe you guys are talking about philosophy or you're talking about politics right and then all of a sudden this motherfucker starts saying shit about like oh this this is why your dad left you or like this is why nobody dates you like that is just petty and it's not constructive like in any way not helpful doesn't add anything to the conversation and what i recommend you guys to do is walk away from that you know, that's negative energy. When someone starts talking that way, you know that you, you can't get through to them, you know? You know, they've hit the level where they just don't want to hear it and they're just being fucking petty and they don't, they cannot be civil anymore. Like, why would you waste your time talking to someone like that? Just exit the situation or else it's going to escalate and it's just going to turn into something really negative and you guys are just gonna continue arguing and it's gonna make you feel bad in the end so just get out of that situation as fast as possible to be honest number two would be avoid yelling at people so when you're arguing again um don't yell at people you know just keep calm and it's i find that it's easier to be like I don't know it's easier to let your thoughts out when you're not like yelling it's easier to be to to stay civil and rational and not like be too much in in your feels or something like if you're yelling like it's just harder for people to take you seriously you know and if you start yelling at someone it's gonna make them emotional as well you know they're gonna get even more defensive because you're fucking yelling at them So it's easier to just stay calm, you know? Even if the other person is yelling at you already, don't yell back, you know? Because at the end of the day, you're going to exit that conversation later on and think to yourself like, wow, I handled myself very well. I did not yell back even though this person kept yelling at me and disrespecting me. I, I still respected them. I'm still a good person, you know? I didn't say anything that that was not you know related to the conversation like 
just don't yell at people. It's, I find it that it's disrespectful and, again, it's not constructive or helpful. Yelling at people is not going to make them listen to you more, you know? Also, from an outsider's point of view, if you see two people, you know, arguing with each other, like, who are you going to think is the crazy one? The one yelling, right? And the one that's, like, calm and trying to have a civil conversation is, you know, kind of the better person. Does that make sense? I don't know what I'm talking about. But yeah, just stay rational as much as possible. Because your emotions usually make things a bit worse. I usually find that sticking to facts when you're arguing with someone and just talking calmly, like, it's so much better, really, than... The crazy bitch who keeps yelling about her feelings and crying about it. Well, I mean, there are situations where you can't help but be emotional and that's fine. I mean, I have those moments. But I feel like, you know, doing that in the middle of an argument just makes you feel worse. Like, if you feel like screaming, if you feel like crying, you know, exit the conversation, leave and... Do that, you know, manage your anger somewhere else, somewhere private, by yourself. And then come back later, if you want to, and continue this conversation with the other person, civilly when you're calm and when you can actually, you know, spit out facts and handle it better. The third thing, are we on the third thing? Anyways, I can't count. Um, the third thing would be is to only hang out with positive people. So, you know, I don't mean that as if, like, don't hang out with your depressed friends. Because God knows I'm fucking depressed. But um, what I mean by that is that, you know, hang out with people who add something good in your life. Not negativity. You know, you could still be a depressed person. You could still you know, have a horrible life like mine, but, you know, you don't try to drag other people down around you, you know, Um, and as long as you're trying to help yourself, you know, get better, I find that that's more fun to hang out with, like, people like that are more fun to hang out with than hang out with people who just drag you down I mean it's fine if every now and then like obviously your friends will have problems and they need you there and for support and that's fine but if they're always like that it's draining and you know seeing someone you care about someone you love always just you know be super draining like that and like it's fine if you're depressed I understand that like but You have to somehow help yourself. You know, I can't just be the only one helping you. You know, you need to seek professional help and do other things to make your life better. You can't depend on just your friends and you can't depend on me, you know, to handle that every single day. I I feel like it's so bad for me. You know, I get affected 
personally when I see someone I care about just not doing anything to help their lives and yeah I now prefer hanging out with people who add more positive things into my life people who make me laugh or happy or you know they just have like a different outlook on life and um people who you could learn stuff from you know they probably have different experiences or they have different views and philosophies like those are nice to hang out with people who are respectful of your own emotional you know like mental health you know like if they care about that and don't just use you as a fucking therapist then those are the best people to hang out with you know or sometimes people who love trying new things adventurous people like whatever floats your boat whatever makes you feel positive you're, you're gonna feel it you know when you hang out with a friend and you come home you're gonna have you're gonna know like how you feel afterwards you know do you feel drained do you feel like wow my day was fucking bad talking to that person for the entire day or do you go home talking to someone for like 12 hours and feel like wow i am inspired i am inspired in my life talking to this person makes me inspired in some way you know i have friends who have completely different lives than me you know some are like musicians and all that and it's i don't know like when they talk to me for hours i i love hearing how different they are and they have like some of them have like really shitty lives financially emotionally but then they still keep going and they're still fighting for their dreams and you know yes they might talk about sad stuff but then their actions are showing positivity so when i get home i feel like holy fuck that person inspired me that person goes through a lot but still pushes through and i fucking love them like you know i'm just like inspired and i don't feel like the same way as a friend that i had recently where i i hang out with them and you know they all they do is like complain and then i try to help them and then they're just like, no, 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 no. And they just get mad if I try to help them, if I give advice or, you know, and then they cry all the time. And it's like, you know, I, you know, your friends cannot be your therapist all the time. All right. So just hang out with people who give you positive vibes more than the negative ones. It's for your own good. I think we're on the fourth one can't really count but um if you're too tired don't go out you know i found myself doing this a few weeks ago where i was i was in a really depressive episode where i could not be alone so if i'm not working um and i have a day off i could not be alone i would be sad in my bed and mope all day and you know like you know moping all day is bad obviously but then like i found myself sorry i'm burping why am i burping i didn't even eat but yeah i found myself forcing myself to go out with 
with my friends, even though I was not in the mood and I was physically tired because all I did was work, you know, every fucking day. And then I finally get a day off and I don't even give myself a rest. So I end up, you know, spending my entire day off going outside, walking around, doing all these things, partying. And it's just, you know, it was not good for my mental health. I felt like I was drained and physically drained as well obviously and I ended up getting sick I woke up the next day I was fucking sick and I had to call off work because I can't fucking go you know I'm tired and I'm sick I'm also hungover so a bunch of that like don't force yourself to go out if you're too tired you know if you have to be sad like don't mope obviously like you know if you're already depressed Like, personally, if I'm already depressed and I just let myself get more and more depressed, that's bad. But there are things you could do at home if, like, I'm talking, like, from personal experience. There are things you could do at home that would make you feel better, not just going out with your friends, you know? If you feel so depressed today and you really can't do anything you know what I do, I either sleep it off, I sleep the entire day, which is both good for, like, my mental health and my physical health, because physically, I'm getting the rest I've needed this entire time, and mentally, I am not thinking about bad things, I'm not thinking about my problems, so it's kind of like an escape, but if that doesn't work for you, try doing something artistic, releasing, releasing all those negative feelings, through art, writing, drawing, music, I don't know, whatever floats your boat, just do it, release those negative feelings, don't run away from them by drinking or smoking all day and like crying in your bed watching sad movies and listening to sad music because that's only gonna make you feel worse and guess what, after your day off is done and you have to go back to work, you're gonna feel like shit, so don't do that, you're gonna feel just as drained as if you went out to party if you did that. So instead, do constructive things, you know, like, like, do things that make you feel as if you've achieved something. And for me, that's art, you know, I may wake up and I'm so depressed and I'm like, I don't want to fucking live anymore. Like, there's no point in life. I literally like want to off myself, right? And I have to force myself to do something that I like, even if I don't feel like it right? Doing this podcast, sometimes I don't feel like it. You know, writing poems, sometimes I don't feel like it. And I have to force myself or else I'm just gonna lay there all day feeling like shit, right? In the end, even though it's hard to start whatever, you know, artistic project I want to start, in the end, it's, it's, in the end, it's gonna make me feel better. In the end, I could go back to bed and be like, you know what? I woke up and I felt like killing myself. But I picked up my phone. I recorded a podcast episode. I picked up my phone. I wrote poems. I wrote a story. I, you know, I recorded myself singing. I wrote lyrics. I did that. And I'm the only one who did that. Nobody helped me through this. I did that on my own and I'm fucking badass okay that makes me feel better than just going out there and forcing myself to hang out with people because 
I am too scared to face my own feelings, you know? But at the same time, I want to point out that some days, um, you have to force yourself to go out. I know this is, like, the opposite of exactly what I just said. Because you can't, um, completely isolate yourself every single day. So there are days, you have to find a balance between, like, hanging out by yourself alone, forcing yourself to enjoy your own company, doing, you know, productive things on your own, making yourself feel better inside your own home, safe and alone. You have to find balance between that and forcing yourself to go out to have fun with your friends. Because sometimes when I do force myself to go out with friends, I end up being happier, you know? I end up actually being like, dude, I'm so glad I went out. Because if I didn't, you know, I would have just been isolating myself. So you have to find a balance between that. You can't just always party and you can't just always isolate yourself. It's the balance is key, you know? You just have to really listen to yourself, you know? Get to know yourself better than anyone else and listen to yourself on that day, that specific day, what are you feeling like? What do you think would make you feel better? Like, be honest with yourself. Do you think going out with this certain friend is going to make you feel better? Do you think distracting yourself and partying is going to make you feel better? Or do you think facing your problems and doing productive things regarding your problems is going to make you feel better? Whatever you need, just do it. And sometimes... You don't even have to hang out with people. Just go out. You know, like, sometimes I force myself to go out for no reason, by myself. Take the bus, listen to music, and you know what? I end up feeling better. You know, sometimes people aren't going to go out with you because they're busy. Or sometimes you just don't feel like being out and about with other people. You don't just don't feel like being in someone else's company, and that's fine. But you also don't feel like just laying in bed doing nothing. So go out there, you know, try to listen to music and, like, ride a bus or walk. I don't know, whichever you prefer. Or maybe you drive. I don't know. But for me, when I do that, I end up getting inspired, you know? I'm listening to music, talking to nobody, just in this long bus drive, looking out into the city, And I get inspired by whatever I see. And at the end of the day, I come home and I have things to write about. And I feel better, you know. Getting that sunlight makes me feel better. Getting fresh air makes me feel better. But some days it also doesn't. So it really all just depends on what you feel at the moment is best for you. The fifth thing, I think we're on the fifth one, is going to be if you're afraid then that's all the more reason for you to do it. And full disclaimer here, if it's something like, you know, something that would hurt other people, obviously don't do it. And if it's something that would hurt yourself, then don't do it. But if it's something that is just, you're just afraid of due to your anxiety and all that, and I have anxiety, so I can talk about this, um, do it. You know, if you feel like confessing to that person that you've, like this entire time and you're fucking terrified do it if you feel like taking that course in college that you feel 
terrified of because you're scared of what other people will think or you're scared of not being good at it. You know what? Fucking do it. Do it. I would much rather say that I did something and I failed than say I failed because I didn't even fucking try, right? And I know that sounds so basic and I sound like I'm having a TED talk over here and maybe I am, but (laughs) in my experience, when I've done things that I was terrified of, that obviously was not going to hurt myself and was not going to hurt other people, um, have to say that every now and then, um, they have been like the best experiences of my life, you know? At one point, I was terrified of going out with this friend and then meeting these musicians. I was terrified of hanging out with them for no fucking reason. I was just anxious. It was something new to me. I don't hang out with strangers, you know, that, I mean, we hung out, you know, in public in the city, like it was public. So obviously I wasn't going to get kidnapped. Don't go get kidnapped, obviously. So it was safe. I was safe, but I was just anxious because I have social anxiety as well. And talking to new people, to especially cool people because they're musicians, was like weird to me. And I was like, man, I just want to go home because I'm terrified. I don't feel like I can do it. And then guess what? I did it. I had a good time. These people like me. I liked them. End of the fucking... Thing, you know like nothing bad happened just had a good time and I was happy because I was like dude if I had not done that I would have been I would have just been sad you know I mean obviously probably not sad but I probably would have regretted it you know I don't know you get what I mean but yeah sometimes the things that you fear doing are actually things that will help you grow as a person you know sometimes you're so stuck into this cycle of doing the same things over and over again and um you know you're you're just so used to familiar things safe things and while that's okay um you also need to force yourself to go out there and try new things and be adventurous as possible you know Face your fucking fears because guess what? Those those things might actually be like might actually turn out to give you the best moments of your life. And you might actually end up learning something new about yourself or about the world or about life. You know? It's just fun. Like, I give an example of myself. Um I've always hung out with people who are walking red flags, okay? They have every red flag in the book. And I always thought that was like the most comforting, safe, and familiar thing to me. Which now I I feel like that sounds fucked up. But meeting people who are walking red flags is just, you know, was familiar to me. Because I knew what they were going to do. I knew who they were, right? I could predict shit that would happen and so I usually hung out with those people instead of the people that are probably boring and healthy and are good you know because 
boring, healthy, good people scared the shit out of me because I don't know how they're going to react, right? I don't hang out with them. <laughs> and hang out with them terrifies the fuck out of me because I can't read what they're about to say, what they're going to do, or how they feel. I can't fucking predict it and it scares me. But guess what? I am so much happier when I hang out with these good, healthy, boring people than those familiar ones that make my sh- fucking life a living hell. And I, I think that's insane to me. So yeah, just if you're terrified of something, as long as it will not hurt you, it will not hurt other people, just do it. Get that fucking tattoo. Dye your hair, man. Get that fucking job. Apply for that. Um, take that course, dude. Whatever. Whatever floats your boat. What are we now? Are we on the sixth one? Um, okay. This one is about, you know, if you don't want to talk, then don't. Sometimes there would be days where you just don't want to talk to people. I don't know if everyone's like this, but personally, I do experience this. There are days and sometimes weeks where I just don't want to talk to anyone. And that's fine, you know? Um, What I find helpful is if I'm talking to someone every single day, right? They're used to hearing from me. And then all of a sudden, I just don't feel like socializing anymore. What I do is I tell these people, you know? I warn them about it. No. Yeah, I sort of warned them. I I sent them a message that is like, you know, dude, I'm not feeling like talking for a while. I don't know for how long. There's nothing to do with you. I'm not mad at you. Nothing bad happened between us. This friendship is okay. This relationship is okay. I just feel like I, I don't feel like talking. I just feel like being in my zone self-reflecting, talking to myself, I don't know, doing my own projects, whatever, focusing on myself, you know, this is not us breaking up, this is not, you know, us not being friends anymore, I just need my own time, and that's okay, you know, I just need to get my shit together, and then I'll talk to you in like a week or something, right, I'll talk to you when I feel better, so you don't have to be anxious over anything, this has nothing to do with you, so that's usually what I say, um, that, that's helpful because, first of all, you know, the person's not going to feel anxious anymore. I mean, they might, but you've done whatever you can, you know, so if they still feel anxious, like, that's on them. But you've already explained that it's not them, and obviously, tell them that if they ever do need help with anything, and if they're having a breakdown, they can still call you, it's fine. Even if you do need that space to yourself, if you really care about someone, they could they could still call you. Okay, that, I mean, personally, me. Like, even if I don't want to talk to anyone for a week, if one of my friends that I really care about needs to vent or, like, cry, I guess, because they have no one else to to cry to, if if it's literally so important an emergency, then they can come to me. But if it's not that important, you know, I'm a peace out, I'm ghosting. (laughs) Okay, it's not really ghosting because you're telling them that you're going to be away. But either way, like, it helps, you know, it helps save the friendship or the relationship and it helps the person be a little less anxious, you know, as long as they trust your word for it. So, yeah, 
Um, I don't feel like you should you should feel guilty for not wanting to talk or not wanting to socialize because sometimes as humans we just need to recharge ourselves and that's fine there's nothing to be guilty about you know you live this fucking life for yourself not for other people you weren't born into this earth like you know to talk to people i mean you know you know what i'm saying long story short being an available to people sometimes is not a bad thing sometimes it's for your own good so you don't have to feel guilty about it that does not make you a bad person you know i feel like i would rather personally be mentally okay and stable at the very least you know by myself before i go and help other people because if i try to help other people when i'm like struggling and don't want to talk to anyone at the moment i don't give the best advice i probably don't even care that much (laughs) you know but if i'm recharged and i'm like at my best moment and i go and help you i i would give better advice i would care much more so that's just me personally i don't know if anyone else feels that way probably but yeah the seventh thing would be sometimes you need to agree to disagree to keep the peace in the conversation and i'm not talking about heavy stuff okay obviously if if you know somebody cheated on you you can't just agree to disagree on that one and be like yeah like i guess to you cheating is fine and to me it's not but like whatever let's just move on don't do that i'm talking like I'm talking like simple conversations. Like you're driving around with a friend and you guys are talking about a fucking movie and both of you like have different op- opinions. The other person does not like the movie and then you like the movie and you're so personally attached to it that your feelings are there and you're emotionally attached to it and you might somehow feel that if they give constructive criticism is negative you know, and they're like, oh, I don't like the movie because of the music or the way this scene was handled or the plot has holes in it, you know, they might say stuff like that and you might feel personally attacked, you know, that is the moment where you step out of it, step out of your yourself and try to see this from a third person's point of view and be like, you know what, agree to disagree, you know what, I love my friend, I like this person, (laughs) who cares if they don't like the movie, you know, that, like, them not liking the movie does not have anything to do with me, (laughs) you know, just because they don't like the movie doesn't mean they don't like me, so, ah, (laughs) you know what I mean, just agree to disagree before it turns into a whole ass argument where it becomes so personal, and you're, you end up crying, and you're just like, oh, why don't you like me? Like, why? Like, why do you not like me? And then they're just like, dude, I don't like the movie. Not, I don't not like you. You know, I've had, I've had this incident happen to me a couple of times. That's why I'm talking about it. And it's not good. It's just not healthy for both parties. Like, if you feel personally attacked over something like that, you know, you gotta step back and Remember that that's not you. 
But yeah, obviously, if they're attacking you personally, and if they're actually arguing with you, and they're, like, saying mean stuff, like, I don't know, you're fucking ugly, or you're talentless, and that is a different scenario. That is different. That is completely different. You don't agree to disagree on that one. It's agree to disagree on things that are stupid, and things that don't fucking matter, right? That's fine, but... If someone's overstepping your boundaries, disrespecting you as a person, as a human being, then obviously not that one. So yeah. On to the eighth one. I have a lot to say, as you guys can notice. Um, Give advice only when you're asked. So I have gone through this several times. I cry sometimes to my friends because I have problems. And... Some people don't know how to deal with it. So, you know, they're not used to people crying around them. So, you know, some people are very helpful or they're used to just fixing problems immediately. And what I find annoying about that is that sometimes you cry to a person because you just want them to take your side, comfort you and be like, wow, whoever hurt your feelings is a shitty person and you don't deserve that. You deserve better. I'm here for you. Or sometimes you just want to fucking cry to this person and have them listen to you and not say anything and just rub your back maybe. Like, I don't know, hold your hand, like hug you. I I don't know. You know, you have to... Okay, first of all, if you're the one crying, if you're going to go to this friend, I find that it's... And you're crying and it's a serious, you know, situation. I find that it's helpful if you start off with, hey, um, I need... I need to vent, you know, and it would really help. I'm, I'm having a bad time and it would really help if you just listened to my rant and, you know, comforted me and don't give me advice. Or if you feel like hearing advice, then go to them and be like, hey, I'm having a hard time. I need your advice on something. So choose one of those two, whatever you feel like in the moment, okay? Because that would help the person trying to help you understand what you need from them, right? And for the the person helping, um, if if your crying friend didn't tell you what the fuck they want, do you want advice? Do you want me to hug you? What the fuck do you want? Um, ask them that, you know, they're crying and um <laughs> ask them like, hey, do you like what do you want from me? You know, obviously don't say it that way, but they're just be be nicer and be like, um, do you need advice or do you need me to just listen to you and comfort you? Because I can do either of those. Whichever you want. I'm here for you. Whichever makes you feel better. And you know what? They're going to answer you and they're going to tell you, you know, maybe I just want you to listen to me. Or I actually need help. I kind of don't know what to do. Then that helps both parties. In the end, no one's going to get pissed. You know, the person crying is not going to feel, like, invalidated if you start giving them advice because they fucking asked for the advice and they should not feel, like, invalidated. You fucking asked for it, man. And, you know, and if the person just, like, wanted advice and you gave it to them, then, like, all's good. All's well and done. So, you get what I mean. Communication is fucking key with any relationship, romantic or platonic doesn't matter I think we're on the ninth one um 
don't um wait where where are we if you're mad calm down first i think i talked about this earlier but um, i'm gonna elaborate on it so if you're having an argument with um specifically like your significant other most of the times for me that's when it happens um so it, well it could also be your friends but either way if you're having an argument and it starts to get really heated right i feel like it's important to take a step back and if you feel like you're really really like getting mad you might say something bad you might hit below the belt like pretty soon or whatever take your time off you know calm down be like you know what i feel like our argument is not getting anywhere it's get it's getting nowhere we're just getting more mad and more mad we're not solving the problem we're not making the situation any better i think we need to cool off we can talk again tonight or tomorrow as soon as we both feel a little bit more calm and that's so much better because taking time off will help you gather your thoughts and also will remind you of how much this person means to you right instead of just being so focused on this fucking argument you know you're gonna miss this person and be like sorry i keep burping i don't fucking know why and it's hard to talk but anyways for me personally when i when i take the time off instead of just fighting with someone continuously all night right you know some people some people they're like oh i'm not gonna let you go to sleep mad no dude sometimes you need to let your partner go to sleep mad and you need to go to sleep mad because guess what you might wake up and you might be like dude that fucking argument last night was so stupid and you're gonna end up calling each other and be like baby oh my god i'm so sorry for like that argument yesterday and the other person's gonna be like oh my god me too i thought i was so stupid i guess we were just tired last night you know and and then you're both like okay that was that was so dumb i love you and if you guys if, if it's a really serious situation and you still need to talk about it obviously talk about it later on meet each other up you know like i think talking about serious arguments is is better in person than on text never argue on text don't fucking do that that's it's the worst thing because it will cause a lot of misunderstandings you can't you can't tell the other person's emotions all the time through text you know also on the phone you might end up just yelling at each other but i feel like seeing each other in person physically seeing their face their emotions will help you kind of ground yourself more personally like i think that like when i see the person face to face and i'm arguing with them i kind of am reminded that dude i love this person and this whole situation is stupid we should not be fighting we should be working together against the problem not working and fighting each other if that makes sense you know it's just so much better to cool off and meet each other later have a real talk explain your feelings in a calm way don't fucking yell at each other don't get into a huge fight just yeah and i know it's easier said than done but with practice makes perfect you know and that's fine the 10th thing i'd like to talk about is not sharing too much 
So I found myself doing this every time I was in a really bad place. I would call up every single person I know in my entire life and complain and whine about whatever my problem is and cry about it and tell them how much like how depressed I am right but the more people know about your problem the more opinions you're gonna get obviously and the more it's all just gonna be jumbled up in your head like it's gonna be so chaotic because there's all these different people telling you different things and if you share too much to people they could use it against you as well you know and you know not to be paranoid or whatever but you just gotta choose which people you know and they have to be like less than a handful if you're gonna share the most intimate deep heavy shit don't share it to everyone you fucking know only share it to a handful or less than a handful of people and they have to be people you actually fucking trust okay sharing too much just doesn't end up going well for me because in the end like you know when i feel better like a week after i'm like jesus christ i wish i didn't tell this person that problem or like oh my god i'm embarrassed that i had that fucking breakdown and told everyone in my entire life what happened you know, and oh, maybe a year later, someone's gonna use whatever you ranted to them about against you, and it's just not gonna end up going well, I feel like this is obvious, you know, don't trust everyone around you, even if you're desperate, just, if anything, if you're so desperate to talk about heavy stuff, and you have no one that you actually trust, not even one, call hotlines, because, Those people don't know you personally. They don't fucking know you. It's anonymous. And, you know, you're never going to meet those people in your life. You're never going to see them. Like, they're not a part of your life. They can't use this shit against you because it's literally their job to listen to you rant, to listen to you cry, you know? And it's just going to be a breath of fucking fresh air. I personally do that, you know? Sometimes, even do... Even... Okay, can't talk. Even... If I do have, sometimes when I have, like, thoughts that are running so fast in my head, I I cut my words (laughs) because I I think that I'm fucking, you know, letting out a full sentence, but I'm actually not. But anyways, sometimes, even if I do have trusted friends, you know, one or two, I still don't feel like telling them certain things. I feel like ranting, I feel like I need someone to listen to me, but I don't feel like telling anyone that I know personally about it. So I, I call hotlines, and I, it's just like a one-hour call with a stranger, a professional counselor talking to you, you know, and you're just letting out all these feelings, and after that, that one-hour call, if you still don't feel better, call another one. But, you know, at the end of the day you've released the negative emotions that you wanted to release, you've let out those feelings, you've cried it out, you're gonna feel a little bit better, even if it's just a tiny bit, and in the end, you didn't bother your friends about it, I mean, not bother, but like, you didn't share to your friends something that you didn't even want to share in the first place, so it's just good, you know what I mean? So yeah, 
try hotlines if you don't feel like talking to your friends or if you don't have any. Number 11 is something that I've been trying so hard to work on recently and that's because I have anxiety and this is really hard. Um, my anxiety is really, really fucking bad. I even take meds for it. So, um, number 11 is try not to worry about things you can't control. And I know that sounds so easier said than done, but it's really true because worrying about things you cannot fucking control is not gonna make anything better you're just gonna get even more anxious at the present you know if you're worrying about the future or someone's like feelings or whatever you're worrying about that you cannot control like it's just gonna make you feel worse because what you think you think worrying about this you're you can control it somehow no you can't you literally can't what you're worried about this person's feelings that you confess to you can't change that you can't turn their no into a yes or you can't like you just can't change it and worrying about the fucking future or something you can't control is gonna greatly affect your present what if you're at work and you're worried about something that would happen tomorrow you're gonna do a really bad job at work you're gonna be either irritated at the customers, irritated at your co-workers, you're gonna be so disrespectful, or you're just gonna be, maybe you're just gonna mope around and sad and, like, not be able to talk, you know, personally, that's how I, you know, how I function when I'm so anxious, like, you know, um, don't do that, you know, just because you're anxious about the future doesn't mean you have to affect the present, just try to be in the present and um i've learned in therapy like all sorts of different things that will you know make you grounded and stay in the present like there are things like you know um the the fucking alphabet like saying the alphabet in your head but but backwards so you start with like z and then y and like whatever it goes all the way to a or sometimes you imagine shapes in your head and um, you draw them in your head, like visually, like whatever. Or you do breathing exercises or you meditate. You do all those things just to stay grounded and be in the present and stop thinking about something you cannot control. Because you know what? You can actually control the present. You can control how you act in your job right now your job right now you can control that okay you can control whether you're gonna be rude to this customer because you're having a bad day and you're being anxious you can control whether you're gonna react badly to your boss yelling at you or not you can control all these things but what you cannot control is someone else's feelings someone else's actions the fucking future you cannot control those things right there are also things like that that help me grounded is like um that my therapist tells me is like you know focusing on like the five senses and like focusing on what you see right now i got your work what you can hear you know what you can touch what you can smell obviously all those things and it will help you 
get back to where you are right now. But yes, my point is, there are just some things that you can't control in life. And when you admit that to yourself, I swear to fuck, it feels more freeing. You don't have to put this pressure on yourself that you have to control everything. You're not God. You're just human. You, you, you don't have control over this, this certain thing that you're worried about, right? You can't. What you're worried about, your boyfriend cheating on you, you can't control that. He will cheat if he wants to cheat, man. He will do whatever he wants, okay? Um, yeah, just focus on yourself and focus on the present because I swear it feels so much better and feels so much freeing to go about your day and be like, you know what? I surrender. Whatever is going to happen will happen. I don't control it. And if it happens, then it fucking happened for a reason. If this guy cheats on me, then that's because he's not the one. Break up with him. You know, he's just not a good person. And I'm thankful that he cheated on me because, you know, he showed who he was. And I'm grateful for that. You know, fuck that. I deserve better. So things like that is what I'm trying to say. I think we're on the 12th part. Um, Be nice. (laughs) This is so basic. But I feel like being nice and complimenting people at random times during the day makes me feel really good. Like, for example, I'm at work and I see a customer as like, great. She's wearing like really, really nice clothes and I love those clothes. Or she has like great hair or like nice nails or whatever. Or this guy's drip is like, yo, like sick, right? I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna fucking compliment this person because what? What are they gonna say? They're not gonna say something bad, you know? Maybe if they're like, if they're a mean person, they're gonna be like, okay. But like at the end of the day, like you did nothing wrong. You just complimented them, right? But I kid you not, 99% of the time, if you compliment someone, it's gonna make them feel fucking great. Obviously, who doesn't like being complimented? I mean, some people don't because they don't believe it. But most people like being complimented, especially by a stranger, especially by someone who will get nothing from you, right? It's like, if I pass by someone in the streets and I fucking like their shoes, I'm gonna tell them, Because what, you know, I'm not, there's no ulterior motives there. They're not going to question my, you know, like my intentions by saying they have nice shoes. Because what, I'm not selling anything to you. I'm not like, oh, like buy this perfume. Oh, by the way, you have nice shoes. No, I'm literally just passing by you going about my day. And I thought your your shoes were nice. And I'm just going to say bye afterwards. I got nothing from it, but feeling nice. Because I was nice to someone else and that made me feel good, you know? Seeing the other person smile, a fucking stranger, I made them smile and I probably made their fucking day. They probably had a terrible fucking day. And this has happened to me several times. I had a terrible fucking day and after work, I got home and someone said, yo, your boots are nice. And I'm like, oh my God, thank you. You know, and that made me feel better. The entire day I was like, Dude, like, all these problems showed up, my life fucking sucks, and then this one person reminded me that, dude, you have nice shoes, you have great fashion, and I was like, 
yo, thank you, man, that just reminded me that, like, yeah, my life might suck, but I still have great sense of fashion, you know, that made me feel good, and that made my day, even though it's just one sentence from a stranger that I don't, you know, yeah, like, it made me feel better, and doing that to other people makes me feel good, making someone else's day makes me feel good, so yeah, just be nice to everyone that you meet, even if they're shitty to you, you know what, at the end of the day, you are nice, you did nothing wrong, so you, you cannot blame yourself for anything, number 13, I believe so, is um, observing people around you, so this is like, I don't know how to explain this, but I love um, just observing people around you and not, like, not just, like, talking and engaging so much. I mean, it's fine. Like, I do talk a lot, <laughs> obviously, but um, sometimes I find myself just watching people around me, like my, my coworkers or, like, um, the customers or just strangers when you're, like, in the bus or something, right? Just, or your classmates, observing how other people react what they do like you know it you know it just it kind of helps you learn something I don't know if that makes sense to other people but I love learning stuff like I'm into like humanity and like I guess psychology and like how people react I'm interested in humanity and how different we are and I think that observing how other people act is kind of refreshing and I learn stuff from how different they are from me or like from people I know and that's great you end up learning things you know because sometimes we could be like as humans we could be so selfish and self-centered that we feel like the world revolves around us and we're just so focused into our own thoughts and our own problems and ourselves that we don't actually look at the people around us and how they act, how they talk, what they do. And actually, if you do that, if you actually like look at other people, pay attention to your surroundings, it's actually refreshing and maybe distracts you from like your own, your own shit sometimes. And not just a distraction, but you also learn stuff that you could use to help yourself, right? Like, this person is acting like a bitch to, to my other coworker, and I'm like, hmm, I'm not gonna act that way, or I'm not gonna do this, or whatever. Like, you get what I mean? Just observing people will help you learn new things. And um, the last thing I wanted to talk about is self-reflecting but not being too self-critical this is something i have struggled with recently so ever since my recent breakup so i've been single right and i've not been around people so much um you know because being in a relationship for me i spend so much of my time with the other person usually and I don't get a lot of alone time I get so um focused in the other person and their life and our relationship that I lose myself and now that I'm single and I have all this time to myself and all the world to myself 
I have all the time to self-reflect. But because I self-reflect way too much, I listen to my the like my voice in my head, you know, like my thoughts, and I observe myself too much. And there's no one else to observe because I'm single. So because I have all that time, I found myself being too critical. And because I'm on this path of like bettering myself and improving myself in all sorts of ways for my own mental health and my own well-being that I found myself being too self-critical because I've I've talked for an hour right now about all the things you could do to implement like positivity in your life that makes sense um and because of that sometimes it turns into toxic positivity because I've preached this shit for an entire hour sometimes I feel bad when I don't do some of these things. I'm too self-critical that I'm just like, dude, why did I not do this? Why did I not do point number one or point number four? Why did I not do that? And I get too too into myself and I'm just like, you know, I'm fucking up. I'm fucking up. I'm not perfect, you know? And I become too yes just too self-critical and that's not good you know self-reflecting is great bettering yourself is great trying to improve yourself for the good of others and yourself and your own mental health is good nothing's wrong with that and being in tune with your own emotions getting to know yourself better is obviously gonna help you go through life a bit easier because if you know yourself you know you can if you know yourself and somebody else says bad things about you, you're not going to believe those because you're like, what the fuck? You don't even know me. Or if you know your boundaries and you set them, people cannot step over them, you know? And if they do, you're going to get the fuck out of there because, you know, you can't, you will not take that shit, you know? So getting to know yourself is really important, especially your boundaries. But sometimes it gets to a point where you're like, fuck, I'm not perfect because of this and that and I have to do everything right. And that's not good, you know? Self-reflecting and improving yourself is good and all, but you have to also remember that you're human. And some days you're going to slip up. Some days you're not going to be nice to people. And that's okay. As long as you keep practicing and keep working through it, then that's okay. And the very fact that, you know, you realize that you were a bitch to this one customer and you feel bad about it and you regret it is already a good step, you know? Because maybe a year ago you would have been like, oh, yeah, I was a bitch to that customer because she was a bitch to me, so she deserves it. But no, no, no. Now you feel like, oh, I was a bitch to this customer and I... I regret doing that because as much as she was mean to me, I should not have done that. I should not have stooped down to her level. I should have kept my my positive energy, you know? I should not have let her affect me. I should do better. And that's that's it. That is the end of like the thought process. You you should just say, "You know what? I made a mistake. I should do better." That's all you should think about. You shouldn't say I made a mistake, I should do better, why am I not doing better, I suck so bad, I'm not perfect, 
dude, I, I'll never get better. Sometimes I get those thoughts and it's so bad. You shouldn't have those. Just don't. Cut yourself when you find yourself saying, I should do better. That's all that there should be. Okay, that's all the thought. That's the end of it. <laughs> um, wow, I can't believe I fucking talked for an hour about positive things. That's so weird. But anyways, I hope uh, that you guys learned something from it. I hope that it was helpful and not annoying. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all. And I hope you guys have a good day. And maybe in the future when I have more things to say and more positive, you know, things that I learned, I will share again. And for now, um, that is the episode. And next episode, I'm going to talk about... Uh, we're going to be back to me talking about my trauma. <laughs> but now, for now, we're positive. And um, hope you guys have a good day. And don't forget the things I've said and once again thank you for listening to this bye